Shady Pines Radio. And welcome back to another fine episode of Everything and Nothing. I'm your host, Chris, and this is my co-host, Charlie. I'm Charlie. And today's special guest, I'm going to butcher the name of Hewitt Pageanter. Did I do it wrong? Very, very close. It's Hewitt Pagenstecker. Yep. Pagenstecker. <laughs> And thanks for having me, Chris and Charlie. I love that song. Oh my god, that's amazing. Thank I just wanted to much. almost listen to that for like I'm not gonna a lie. whole album playing. The first <laughs> month that we got it, I would just cry every time it would come on. Because I was just so excited about how this... Like, this makes us sound really cool. Really cool. Yeah, yeah. this this really lies uh, to our listeners very well. And I want to once again shout out to Shristed Little uh, for, for giving us a fantastic... Fantastic fucking theme song. <laughs> Thank you. I'm impressed. I uh, I got to see her last weekend because I was helping out with the Northwest Black Comedy Festival. That's right. And she's she's back into comedy, so Hell we're uh, yeah. we're gonna have to have her back on. We definitely have to have her back on. It's gonna be sick. You know what else is sick? Fucking Hewitt Packenstacker. <laughs> I have COVID. No, I'm oh, damn. <laughs> I'm not actually sick. And this is how I die. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, oh, this is this is such a, a great surprise. You know, I feel like you just messaged me a couple days ago, invited me on, and you know, it's not often that I do other people's podcasts. I've done a couple. I have my own, but it's always nice just being a guest and having fun and being relaxed on someone else's show. So, you know, yeah. thanks again for having me. Do you um, are, is this the thing where you're like sort of documenting the the Portland comedy scene, or is that a different thing? I'd say Is that so, yeah. separate from the podcast. Yeah, I have like a YouTube channel that includes a lot of like behind the scenes of uh, the Portland comedy scene. But I do have a podcast which has its own like YouTube channel and is on Spotify and Apple Apple Podcasts and stuff. And that's called Urban Network Podcast. And in that um, podcast, I interview business owners and like nonprofit leaders around the Portland area. That's very cool. Yeah, no, it's been it's been really fun. We've had cool people on, like the owner of like Sizzle Pie, Escape wow. from New York Pizza. Um, uh, like uh, Project Lemonade, which is a nonprofit that helps like um, foster kids. Um, I've heard of that. Yeah. yeah. So, a lot of cool guests. We're about to have yeah. a guest called Frog Fairy, which is trying to bring a a, a a pedestrian ferry to Portland and help people with transportation uh, along the Willamette. So, um, oh, this was a very different kind of ferry than yeah. what I was like envisioning in my head, especially <laughs> given that it was in Portland. Like a frog with wings? No. <laughs> well, yeah, like a person with like a. Like, like a, a mascot that was very frog head with yeah. like butterfly wings. Yeah, maybe that'll be a subsequent episode. I'll look out. Keep you know, <laughs> keep a look out for other frog fairies around. Well, I think I think it's like you know uh, they had uh, what was the I'm thinking of the anthropomorphic dog that took a bite out of crime. What was it Scruff that McGruff? That, that's the one. You know, it's just it's just one of those like friendly mascots for kids to explain things. It's like oh, frog fairy. Yeah, I'm the frog fairy, and you get the frog fairy. <laughs> well, yeah, but he told you that it's from businesses. So, like, I, I was trying know. to figure out. No, I'm saying, I'm saying the frog fairy. Was this a sex thing? <laughs> what? No. It sounds like it could be. But, no, this is going to be kind of a new type of guest, because I've had a lot of business owners on, but this is, like, some sort of, like, you know, nonprofit that is has, like, a transportation initiative to help pedestrians travel through the Willamette, basically, through a ferry up and down the Willamette River. But I'll learn more about it on the podcast, I, you know, and so will the listeners. But anyway. Yeah, fucking check it out. What's it called again? Urban Network Podcast. Urban Network Podcast. And of course, we touch back on all this at the end. Um, honestly, I correct me if I'm wrong, but you're actually fairly new to comedy. I've been in comedy for a little over three years, I'd say. I am corrected then. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, not 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 super new, you know, but new relative to, um, you know, people who are extremely talented and experienced, uh, definitely. But I feel like I finally am getting my footing. You know, I'm feeling a lot more comfortable on stage. I'm getting booked more regularly, and I have my own show now, uh, which is great, like Laugh Basement. So 
I'm finally, you know, seeing all this like hard work going to open mics over the last three years kind of pay off in you know, small ways here and there. Okay. Now I, I used to run a show out in Oregon city for a while. Um, and I'm not going to lie. One of my favorite things was figuring out lineups yes. because like my, <clears throat> my strategy was I would find like a theme, right. And be like, okay, what, what group of comics has jokes around this theme? And I wouldn't even tell them that that was like the goal. It's just, you have, you know, there are certain jokes that some comics will almost always have throughout their set. And you're like, okay, this is one of their regulars. We're just going to put these three together. Everybody got 20 minutes on stage. And so I was wondering, do you have like, is what is your system like? You do know, you... I feel like I, uh, I, I really respect that. And I kind of do like a similar thing. I wouldn't say there's like a, a theme that could be like summarized in like a phrase or a, or a word, but I do like there to be like a, a balance or and a certain vibe to that pod. Yeah. To, sorry. To that show. Right. Like, like, uh, last show, which had like Shane Brennan and Adam Posse and, you know, Kayla Evans and Marla Massey and like more and like Noah Watson, you know, and like some other comedians, like okay. I described it as like this, like fun summer beach party. Like that was the vibe there. And this next one's going to be, uh, the, like the next lap basement, the good foot on March 7th with like Dan Weber and uh, Ben Levy and Daniel Porter and Wendy Weiss and a few more other great comics. That Hell one's yeah. that one's like a more like a foggy fall night. That's more like a spooky yeah. <laughs> haunted house or something, you know. So I do I do kind of try to create like a certain vibe. Like this one's gonna be a little darker, um, but uh, yeah, it's like it's all about balance and balancing kind of different types of humor and uh, perspectives and like you know even like demographics oh, yeah. and like upbringings and stuff. And um, also having that be balanced, but even skew maybe towards a certain theme. So it becomes like a unique type of show. You gotta, That's cool, man. Thanks. I, you know, I see a lot of, uh, a lot of pot, I mean, uh, comedy show producers, they just like just try to fill the lineups up with people they like. And that honestly works. You know, if you're like, these five people are funny, yeah. put them on a lineup. It's probably going to be a pretty funny show. But I really like when you kind of think about the audience's experience from start to finish right there's a journey here if you do it right yeah and that's that's cool i like that you also go in with that mindset and it's been so fun too honestly like just like hosting uh and like creating the lineups and like marketing the show and like kind of helping create that full-on holistic see i'm uh, not with you on that customer marketing can go fuck itself (laughs) Just like, just like the full, I don't know, just like helping, because it's all part of the experience, you know, from when people learn about it to when they arrive, you know, because they get excited. Yeah. And they're not coming in like, oh, there's a show going on tonight. They're like, you know, coming in maybe with some sort of like expectation and they're excited when they, as soon as their footsteps in the door. Yeah. You're listening to ShadyPinesRadio.com. Here's the lineup for Thursday. Starting at 8 a.m., The High Life with The High and Low Lives. Everything and Nothing with Chris and Charlie at 10 a.m. The Molly Bang Jukebox with DJ Joe Fitz at 11 a.m. At noon, Blue Plate Special with DJ Burrow. Swirly Town with DJ Poe at 1 p.m. At 2 p.m., Pet Door Show with Hannah Wordmuller. From 4 to 6 p.m., Inside the Fishbowl with DJ Fish and DJ Chip. Rug Radio Hour with Anna Manhattan from 6 to 8 p.m. At 8 p.m., Jangle Town Radio with Tay Robin. From 9 to 11 p.m., Bridge City Passages with DJ Sog himself. And at 11 p.m., Kings of the Vinyl Frontier with DJ King Blind. No matter the day or time, you've picked the right time to listen in. Thanks for listening, and tell others. Shady Pines Radio. Neither here, nor there, everywhere, or nowhere at all. It's the here, the now. Jane Gotel Radio. Tune in Thursdays at 8 on Shady Pines Radio. today and it 
matters quite a lot to me, cause it's for my band. Hi, you may know me. My name's Zandig, singer for the Fist Mitts. And when I need high quality stickers for cheap and quick, I go to StickerNinja.com. From classic bumper stickers to sticker business cards, they got what you need to promote your band or business. These full color, waterproof, UV resistant stickers are tough enough to last through the band's breakup to the reunion tour with free domestic shipping. And right now, you can use the code SPR10 and get 10% off your order. Go to StickerNinja.com and support your locals today. Um, I imagine there's a couple more out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, none of us are famous yet, though, so we're still contenders. Yeah. I believe in you guys. You guys have the uh, the dope song, a really cool logo. Um, hoodies, you guys got merch. Are you guys selling merch? We are. I mean, yeah. If you uh, When you go to our Spotify and you go to click on each episode, it gives you a link to the, what is it, Spreadshirt? Yeah. Yeah, the Spreadshirt link to our, our merch shop. The microphone has is like a mascot on your guys' logo. That's really cool. The microphone's yeah. smoking. Yes, he is. And, and notice, like, no one's actually smoking. But, but there's, there's the guy, a fog. The mic's high. The guy's like, well, do you guys want to be, like, walking with, like, a pot leaf? And I'm like, well, can we do, like, the old-timey microphone because it's a podcast? Like, so, he's like, okay, sure. Yeah, you guys are doing you guys are doing a good job. You know, I, could, you. I, I need to, like, take notes, honestly, because I have no music. So I'm going to, you know, put me in touch with, um, what did you say that musician was? Uh, Shrista Little. Shrista Little. I need to talk to Shrista. Absolutely. You're going to be like the second person we've sent to her. Seriously. Yeah. Be uh, warned though. Like you're paying for quality shit. So like this was what? 200? 200 bucks. But. But it was it. Like it was well worth it. For one, you know the finished product. But like she came to us with seven different samples of like pure, new, fresh beats she was like, pick your favorite, and we'll go from there. Yeah, and and it, we can use it forever. Yeah, like, it's for the she's like, this show, is yours. So, so it's you know to have those rights to that kind of thing is. Stop it. Ah, uh, Sid, coming back on the podcast. Come here. You were getting feisty lately, buddy. What is going on? Here, Sid. So, um, hey, which one of you is a cosmic tripster? Oh, shit. I'm looking at, I'm gotta say, I'm looking at my, um, my glass right now that they provided me. It's so hospitable on this <laughs> podcast. I asked for apple juice and they gave me this delicious apple juice. Is this honey crisp? No, this is treetop. <laughs> treetop. 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 I, um, I was looking for that. What, I don't know what the, what it's called, but it comes in like a glass jar. Oh, it's yeah, got yeah, like yeah. that white label. Oh, with Martinelli's. Like the- Thank you. Yes, yeah. dude, that is the that is the best fucking apple juice. And I love their sparkling apple cider as well. But the glass that this is in says Cosmic Tripster, and this is a McMinimins glass. That's correct. So okay, so funny things about that. One, uh, when I moved out from the first place I lived in Vancouver, mm-hmm. uh, that person just didn't want to take half of her shit. So that's how I got these couches, this table set, most of those dishes. Uh, I so want to hear her she, side of the story, Chris. It sounds like you stole her glasses, her silverware, her that couches. That cat tree. <laughs> <laughs> Look, she, Chelsea paid for those couches. Okay. I did steal the rest of it. But. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you don't know anything about those costume trips or thing then. Well, no. okay, well so I, Charlie, however. <laughs> here, I, I can maybe shed a little light. Have, have you been to a McMinimins before? <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I've, I I've finished my higher. passport. How Spoiler many pa- alert. Uh, only I, once? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I finished one passport, became a cosmic tripster, and that's when you go to every single McMinimins. Yeah, and um, go to every single mini bar or you know secret bar in every uh, hotel. Uh, you have to get all the stamps for all the different bars. Yeah, how many are there? Like two hundred or seventy-five? I don't even know. It's between those two numbers. Uh, so, I mean, that's not a wide range at all. <laughs> so, and they range from like. You know, above Seattle and Roseburg, like they're just all over the yeah, West Bo- Coast. Bothell, well, kind of just Washington and Oregon, not not California yet. Yeah, true. But give it time. But as far as south as Roseburg, for sure. Yeah, I used to work there. Used to work for the company. They give you a free passport after your first six months. Um, 
Wow, a free passport? Yeah. They're $25. They're like, oh, after six months of working here, we'll give you a free <laughs> you get a $25 free. Don't get passport. me started on how fucking cheap McMenamin yeah. is. You get, a free yeah. pa- you get a free passport. And, and now you have to go to every single one and buy stuff. And, you know, you're probably going to end up buying a lot of stuff. That's They should be free already because yeah. we don't have to get into this. But I just caught my eye because I oh. went to every single McMenamin's. And, you know, I still have the hotel stays left. And there's a lot of cool grand prizes. And oh, yeah. anyway, I just thought I'd, thought I'd ask. But Look, we are always ways down to stop whatever we're doing and take a huge fucking shit on McMinimins at any given time. I Here's the thing. They I, don't treat my friends right, and I'm mad about it, okay? okay? <laughs> I, I, like the, I like the broad strokes of the company, what they're trying to do. They buy old buildings, they refurbish them into new things. That's cool. That in, inherently, like, saving that kind of history. And they do go out, like, they have a history team that goes out and talks to locals and and tries to get the, the story of the area so even if it's like a, a a pub in a strip mall like they try and find the local history of that area and kind of bring some of that out so that that part of it's cool not to mention the music and the you know yeah they do a great job at creating a good looking environment the artwork the whoever's doing their like light, light fixtures psh, oh yeah the king of light fixtures they love the light fixture the best the, of the best I assume you've put you, the, the ones in the crystal ballroom. Yeah. The Venetian glass blown. Oh, my God. They're just incredible. Uh, I've taken the crystal ballroom tour a couple of times, and it's, you know, it's just cool. But, but <clears throat> that being said, uh, I think as they've grown and they've gotten more corporate, which they've had to by design. They've just grown and grown and grown. So they have to have like a more of a corporate structure to keep everybody in line and keep them you know they've kind of moved away from being that local pub but a chain of local pubs to being like <clears throat> they're like hey well we run this you know this is ours we, we're gonna do whatever we want and um yeah i think after i was demoted and then re-promoted and then like this other <laughs> i don't know it's just like yeah. everybody everybody, yeah. everybody in there in that company i think it's just like sad now it's just gotten rough in the last couple of years yeah and yeah i don't i don't yeah restaurant industry is tough but i did see portugal the man at edgefield a couple months ago and that was a great concert oh, so yeah. edgefield has some fun Edge, concerts Edge for sure awesome. edgefield is fun i've been out there um i've worked out there <laughs> i bet uh I've, i love going to the crystal honestly i've seen five shows at the crystal i think it's really cool saw violent femmes there february 2019 or no february 2020 sorry uh that was really cool show nice uh chris it was great seeing you at the northwest black comedy festival just like helping out like how was uh i mean i i literally when i started my new job Mm -hmm. they were like are there any dates that you need off and i was like yeah i'm gonna need the 17th through the 21st (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and to be fair two of those are a weekend so that's not a problem yeah and then i just needed that monday off and i knew i was gonna need monday off and i was right <laughs> yeah did you get a chance to watch any of the comedy or were you just at the front the whole time i mean the last show of the night i would usually get to see most of um just because you know at a certain point they're like fuck it nobody's gonna pay money to see this much of a show yeah yep. close the doors yep uh, and so we just go in and, and get to see the, the rest of it. The, the first night, uh, Jinx had suggested it. And then once we got back there, there's a back area that we were using as a green room and I had a couch in there and he like pushed that up to like where the seats started and he was like, bam, <laughs> date night. And he walked away <laughs> that way me and Chesley could sit down and relax and just have a nice big old couch to watch comedy on a stage from. And that was a lot of fun. That's Aww. awesome. Yeah, I went the, I think the first and the last night. Um, yeah. And just like, you know, I wish I could have seen seen it all, but like, the, God, they did a great job at, you know, putting a fucking amazing show together. I mean, so many. Did you get to see any of the ones at um, Curious? No. No. Oh. At some point, just do yourself a favor and go there and just ask if you can see their smaller stage okay there's two is there, there's there two, are two stages. stages there the one nice. out front seats about 300 and it's a big huge stage with like two levels and it's it's a great looking thing but it's really just a stage on the other hand 
if you go to their smaller stage where they did uh, the shows for the Northwest Black Comedy Festival, you have an area that's probably about like from that wall to like where this one starts. So what is that like? I don't know. No, that can't be the right size. I'm bad at measurements. Fuck this. But it's smaller and you that's get like 15 80 feet. eight inches. I'm realizing that this possibly can't be as small <laughs> as the room I was in. So I'm just ignoring that now. <laughs> I'll, I need to check it out. Yeah, I see. Yeah, there's still there's a bunch of shows clouds that are just hung. <clears throat> and it's a pure white room. And so it's kind of like being in heaven. And then they hit the lights, which bounce off of everything. And it's it is uh, a real intense experience. Hell yeah. Have you been to Infinity Room yet? No, I want to so bad. They have the they have the glowing fake cloud things going on too. It's, just, it's amazing. Like the yeah, and of course you've seen the stage online and you know, um, but in the entrance has like the fake clouds and basically from like every room of, of an, every room in that venue is like decked out and like cool and a little trippy and pretty modern. And I I've only gone to the open mic a couple Wednesdays ago, but it was a it was a great time. Yeah, I really do need to start getting out more again. I just, I don't know, a pandemic started and my brain went, cool, survival mode. And then I just, uh, the the closest to fighting it I've done is really doing this podcast. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a good job, you know, staying in. That's that's like, a, you know, an important thing. Uh, but the numbers are going down. Yeah. That's what they're saying. Yeah. But I've heard that before. <laughs> and they're saying if you, um, if you caught Omicron then you're probably not going to catch any variants of Omicron, which is nice. Fuck, I haven't caught Omicron. Well, me either. I haven't caught anything. See, you're actually not being safe staying, and you need to get out there, catch some COVID. <laughs> <laughs> to, to not get COVID, you need to get COVID. Yeah. Get no, COVID so you don't get COVID. But obviously, if, we're, if you're <laughs> vaccinated and boosted, like, everything's... You're, you're probably fine. Yeah. yeah. It's not like I see And anybody. weed combats COVID, and you're smoking weed. Oh, so I smoke hella weed. Fuck yeah. See, you're good. You're vaxxed, I'm guessing, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're vaxxed, you're high, you're safe. Take it from me, Hewitt Pagenstecker, the COVID specialist. <laughs> Seal of approval. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Don't. Look, I'm, I'm just I'm saying, I mean, you make a decent, uh, uh, fuck, what has been, news correspondent, though. Yeah. Yeah, you could be, you could be our medical correspondent if you wanted. We'll just get you like a white coat. You don't have to be actually qualified or anything. We just want oh, to- perfect. Yeah, give me a white coat and then just have like a big asterisk on like the the pocket or something. <laughs> totally. And then, and then I'll weird. just like, and then I'll just spit out medical advice all day. Okay, but I need you to know that we are seriously considering taking this podcast live. Uh, so to a, to a stage near you. Are you are you open <laughs> to being a character on that stage? Let's try it out. Let's test it out. Okay. Right. Uh, well. Uh, doctor, <laughs> what, yes. what can you tell us? What's going on out there? This is, I feel like this is my audition right now. <laughs> right, yeah. Basically, we, um, uh, it seems like you know the numbers are going down. People are getting out there, having fun, laughing. Uh, I feel I can't. I gotta. I gotta stop. This is sounding more weatherman this than is, yeah than it's, medical. It's, uh, it's, and everybody knows three degrees outside, a little foggy. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows what uh, laughter is the best medicine. So, exactly. Yeah. There you go. Laughter, weed, psilocybin, <laughs> and um, penicillin that? are the best medicines. Yeah. Dude, the last time I did shrooms, I was in Astoria looking out on an ocean. And I was very certain that I was in a Windows 95 background <laughs> screen and everything kept getting like more and more pixelated and digital as the clouds would move. It would just be like rolling pixels moving along. See, that's exactly like Infinity Room. You like don't even need to take rooms. <laughs> you in reality turn into Infinity Room in uh, Salem. I really do need to go check it out. I did uh, a little bit of shrooms like four days ago. Like just like a like a cat like a cat like a couple capsules. It wasn't yeah. I wasn't feeling much, but it was definitely over a microdose. And uh, it was during my most recent kind of YouTube video, which I know you you saw today. It was like the the Kanye's Donda Two album review with oh Rochelle Cochran and Amani Danae. Yep. <laughs> and we did we were just uh, feel it was a vibe for sure. Yep. 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 Can well, we? Okay. Did uh did you watch the live stream of the per- or not the performance but like you know where the he, event where he, the yeah. event did you watch any of that I um 
You know, I was doing an open mic at Firkin. Okay. And I was in the bathroom and I was taking a piss and I watched it for like 10 seconds. Yeah. So not really a lot of it, but I did see, I did see it. I did see him walking on water Yeah. and a bunch of people marching. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got... He's good at throwing events. So my friend uh, is sure that he, that Kanye reads Berserk because... Oh yeah? <laughs> like the helmets looked like the helmet... And I don't know, there's, they're all just like in jumpsuits, just like walking around. And my friend described it as like, they're his vibe generators. They're just like generating the vibe by walking around in a circle. But um, yeah, it's like the whole stage is... I'm 80% certain that is Kanye's phrase for it as well. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. The whole stage is covered in like an inch of water. So it just, everybody looks like they're walking on water. In the middle is the recreation of his childhood house, <clears throat> house again, like for the third time now. Yeah. He, he must just keep the, 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 keep the house. he keeps the blueprints on his desktop. And he's just like, here you go. Print S it. Send Print it out. It. <laughs> and then it's hot built by this weekend. So like the house was like on fire, like shooting flames and then shooting smoke. And then like part of the house, like split open, like this godly light comes out. And then, like, there's a projection of, like, a black hole, but then it turns into the moon, and then it turns, like, into a red moon. I'm like, dude, he's, he's playing Breath of the Wild. He's reading anime, <laughs> or, like, reading manga. He's watching anime. Kanye's just on one right now. I need to see that. Yeah, no, that seems like some good symbolism for, you know, his childhood house. Probably feels like it's being destroyed since his mom passed away in his own home. You know, he's in the yeah. middle of the divorce and stuff. It's, yeah. it's crumbling, but he's... You know, apparently looked through light. God this whole for help or guidance this whole time. No, that godly light was Pete Davidson, fucking <laughs> 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 up his house. Though. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and, okay, and then I know. I I also kind of feel like Kanye is on his super villain arc. He's like, <laughs> he he had a song like early <clears throat> on. It's like uh, nobody loves me. I need I even love me. Like nobody like, dude, I feel the same way. I get it. I'm glad that, you know, he did the, he did his album, Jesus is King and he yeah. was doing like gospel music and, yeah, and doing was such a good album. It too. was, it was really good, but I'm glad that every one of his albums wasn't like that moving forward. Right. So I'm glad that he's going in a different direction and it's back to like some more hip hop stuff. Totally. But still, of course, like his religious like inspirations or whatever, or influences. But it's cool seeing him like the darker side of him from like a music, like enjoying the music standpoint, even yeah. though it's coming from a dark place. And yeah. um, well, Alicia Keys was there. Alicia Keys did one of the only like live performances at the whole thing. Like a lot of it's just recordings, tape, recordings, and... you know, but she's just there like playing piano. So that was amazing. Uh, and then Marilyn Manson and DaBaby come out. And they do a song about someone's going to jail tonight. And like Kanye's just like standing, like looking like what? Say something like be mad. I don't give a shit. I'm Kanye. <laughs> yeah. See, um, he's he's just trying to push people's buttons and, and get headlines. That's like a, there's something about Kanye, obviously, is he kind of tries to get on people's nerves. I feel like just by putting Marilyn and the baby and like the same song together, both people who, you know, were canceled or they both did things that were fucked up you know he's trying to he's definitely like 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 flexing in his own way being like um i could single-handedly make these people uncanceled or something even though they both did some pretty piece of shit stuff yeah which is part of who he is which is why i don't really trust any of <laughs> like what he like all the all the publicity with with like pete davidson and stuff oh yeah i'm like i feel like they're all just in on it you know because he is just such like a like a publicity kind of publicist for him. He's a publicist yeah, for himself. And that is where most of his genius goes. Yeah. Is being his own publicist, and his I own PR. And I think to a certain extent, like I th we've come to expect that, but at the same time, it's like, dude, you can also just release an album. Like, I think people are going to listen to it regardless. Like, yeah. But, uh, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be the same in his, in his eyes. It, I mean, I can't, I can't deny it, it was really cool. Like, event watching it i was like i wasn't planning on watching my friends like it's streaming on twitch we, we we should watch it and uh it was beautiful i mean it was amazing to watch um i don't know with, yeah with all the stuff that happened with the first one first donda where he just didn't release it for a while or whatever and then universal just released it because he wouldn't yeah see i i see i i thought that i was like okay he has to you know, release it on time this time because he was like Donna coming 
two, 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 two. You know, right. he made it on the, that Tuesday. Right. So right. I'm like, it's not going to be nearly as cool if it's not on that, you know, February 22nd, 2002. Right. You can't just release it late and be like, oh, it's still as cool. And, and you know, Putin fucked it up by not invading on that day, too. You know, that would have been. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, uh, you know, Kanye was probably glad that Putin waited a couple of days so he would get, it, you know, he didn't ruin the new cycle for him. And it's the same thing. Okay, so have you played Elden Ring yet? <laughs> it's a I, quick, quick jump. I have not. What's that? Elden Ring is a new game from From Software, same company that made Dark Souls and Bloodborne. And nice. I um, I don't play video games. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but an, another great game that was like highly anticipated came out like the week before, uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Super awesome, beautiful game. Uh, people, a lot of people say it's like the f- first real PS5 game, just because how beautiful it is. But it's like they that comes out and then uh you know elden ring comes out the next week so everybody who was going to be playing that (laughs) horizon is now playing elden ring like sorry and horizon also the first one came out like the day before breath of the wild came out so so it's this poor game just like the schedule comes out and then like it it, they schedule it to come out and then it just gets destroyed so kanye releases donda that nobody nobody's paying attention now i think the news has moved on <laughs> pop you know maybe pop yeah. culture is still following it but oh yeah i know i totally know what you mean yeah i mean nothing is gonna and no one i mean people people's eyes are on uh the ukraine invasion oh yeah so yeah. rightfully so yeah <laughs> if you're into anything going on outside your house mm, even if you're into things still continuing to go on inside your house i think <laughs> uh, to to a certain extent yeah you're I feel right. like it's it's I don't know. We're gonna see how intense things get. It's, My hope is that. Well, I mean, we were talking last night about this. What uh, Putin or Russia and Ukraine have decided to sit down and talk. But I'm like. In my brain, this is how that conversation goes, right? Two people sit down at a table. One of them is Vladimir Putin. And then he says, cool, do the things I'm telling you to do. <laughs> Or else I will continue to destroy. And then if they go, no, well, then we're right back to where we were two days ago. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, that's how I see that like, Let me own the Ukraine going. and maybe I'll like pay you some money or yeah, something. But in control of all the gas lines that you took control of after the fall of the Soviet Union. I, I, or, yeah. I totally get what you're saying, though. It is it's really relevant because he, uh, he, he threatened NATO. He was like, if you guys interfere at all. I will like um, show you destruction that you've never seen in your history or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a lot. It's kind of threatening. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've been watching any of the UN Security Council meetings. <sighs> I haven't. The president of the United. Hey, U- wait. Do we have a button for this? <laughs> This is Everything and Nothing News. Shout out to AC O'Neill. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I knew that sounded familiar. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so the president of the United Nations Security Council is the uh, also the head of the Russian uh, delegation. And then obviously the ambassador or the, the delegate from the Ukraine has been making these long impassioned speeches like thursday night he's just like i don't even know why we're here i just i i wrote out this draft resolution all this it's completely completely useless anyway he's he's getting a lot of love obviously he's showing but this like so he's like can we have a a moment of silence for everybody in ukraine that's like going through some hard times right now or you know all the people who've died and like the president of the Russian Federation is like, yeah, uh, but just quickly also add into your prayers, all the people in the Donbass region that uh, are being killed. Uh, it's just like, it, it's just kind of like UN cockfighting. Like, n- <laughs> of course, nothing's really going to happen. Uh, so far, the UN has tweeted that this conflict must end. So, you know, way to go. Oh yeah. It's going to end. Cause they tweeted totally it. Totally did it. That was two days ago. Like, he was yeah. like, oh, I checked Twitter and damn, I had no idea that this should have ended, but now I see. Oh, I see. Turns out I'm not supposed to do this. My bad. My beat. That's on me, guys. And it, it, it is Silly like a Vladimir. It is like a complex situation. It's, <laughs> it is like a complex situation. It's hard to like, it, obviously it's awful what's going on, but it should never have happened. And I'm just, it just boggles my mind that we've gotten this like, 
it's come on it's 2022 we we're really gonna keep doing this just like going back and forth and playing political pawns with like human lives just for the rest of time is well that... i mean that is what politics has always been so uh, i know <laughs> what i'm saying can we be better than that That's like the name of the game we haven't come up with anything better yet like nah i give it like another fucking we we have to let like two generations die and then maybe we as society will be ready to actually implement some kind of change. And that's assuming we're not already dead in 20 years. I'm saying 25 years. What do you got? <laughs> um, well, so there's, I don't think everyone's going to die, but there will be like, there might be like a post society situation kind of where, yeah, where there is mass destruction. And so, yeah, probably, you know, uh, I'd probably like eight years, eight years. Wow. Yeah. Oh, fucked. see, we well, I mean, we were we were going uh, uh, global warming, killing humanity. Well, I, and I, you're I, just I, you don't even think we're gonna get that far. You think we're just gonna kill ourselves, huh? Well, I um, you know, I I think that like, that like like shit's gonna get fucked up politically, and uh, yeah, I think you know, global warming is gonna kill the people that survive. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> But, I mean, I think, um, you know, there'll still be people selling drugs and growing weed during the apocalypse. So, you know, there's, <laughs> there's like, you know, there's a plus side. There's like, you know, like there's still going to be people conducting some businesses, having time oh, yeah. with family, celebrating Thanksgiving. Oh, but yeah. it'll be in an apocalypse. Yeah, for sure. But there'll be parties. Right. I'm like, honestly, if I don't have to go to work anymore, and do you know, have do you have any idea how much easier life just gets? Yeah, you just get to like kind of roam around forage no why am i roaming around i know how to connect a generator to a house fuck that i'm gonna be fine <laughs> nice well you need to get food though well yeah that's that's also not terribly hard if i don't have to worry about any of my neighbors uh i now have places that i can tear out a back wall throw up uh windows and then grow in there okay all right you got it all figured out yep I'm scared. I'm not. I'm not ready for this. I like rely online. You know, I work online. I am not hand like a handyman by any means. You know, I uh, I might be one of the ones that get fucked early on. You know, so. I mean, are you are you a person who's like afraid of making mistakes though? Nope. Well, then there you go. Once uh, it's important to be hands on, you'll figure it out. You'll fuck up things. You know, the first few times, and that will be frustrating. Uh, but I, I think you'll get there. You got a resilience in you. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, yeah, no, I have a shot. I have a shot. Yeah. I'll just try to, like, you know, surround myself by, like, a team, like, an Ocean's Eleven-style team where we all have bring our own strengths to the table. I'm not going to lie. You're pretty well connected in the Portland comedy scene. You can probably actually build a team. I, I feel good. I will. Oh, well. about that. We'll do. We'll be on the road. We'll finally be touring the road. <laughs> we'll, like, we'll still be doing comedy for tips, just in the apocalypse. Hundred percent. Tip us in like onions and potatoes, please. Drink tickets suddenly got way more valuable. Yes. that's what the fuck just, just happened. Moonshine tickets. Uh, we are still going to be paid in drink tickets. Do not fuck with me, sir. <laughs> Here is your cup of water. Hey, if that's all you have, that's all you have. The water wars will be real. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I, I, I tend to, I, I worry about that. Uh, I know I'm not particularly, particularly useful in an apocalypse situation. Uh, I don't know what, I don't, you know, I, I can cook, but I, the, I don't know where to get the food. I could run. I run a little bit, so I feel like I'll be able to run away from people trying to kill me. So to live another day. Dodge, so duck, dip, dive, and dodge. Yeah, I got, I got a couple of those D's. He's nuts. <laughs> Points. Six. That's how we fill dead air. We just press the buttons. Yeah, that's, that sounds fun. I need to need to get like more of like a MIDI player thing. We need to get Charlie more buttons. I need more buttons. But more buttons are very expensive. Yeah. Yeah. There's ways to do it, but. <clears throat> I really just need a new computer. I'm, I'm like everything's kind of coming back to that. I'm like, if I just had a new computer, I'd have so many more capabilities. I mean, a more powerful computer, I should say. 
Right, I'm like, shit, how much do you want for your current computer so that I can still do the editing? <laughs> and then you can have money to put towards a new one. <laughs> that might be an idea. Ah, we are problem solvers on this show. You know what else we like to do at least once during this hour long? Are we already over time? We are not over time. Sick. I didn't fuck it up this time. We have one segment on this show, Huey. I heard pre <laughs> like before the show, yeah. That is the <laughs> mental health check-in. Uh, honestly, we started doing this probably around the time Lacey Day was first on the show. Have you met her? Um, uh, I I think I probably met her. Did she used to host Firkin, or like co-host it, or anything? Uh, that's Kelly and Caroline. Yeah, okay, I don't know. Before that was Matt Steiner. I don't know if I've met Lacey. That's fine. She's a, she's a delightful person. She's alive. We've been reliably informed. Which was surprising. <laughs> um, and that's fine. But because of, you know, running into uh, such esteemed people, we decided that it was uh, important since the soft apocalypse began, start checking in on how our friends are doing mentally. You know, how are you maintaining? Uh, are are you maintaining? If you're not, this is also a, a pretty decent place to vent. Nice. Um, you know what? I'm doing well. I uh, I think I recently made a good decision. I'm, t I'm on like a kind of a sober break. Not really because, you know, I did a little bit of shrooms the other day. But I'm taking a break from drinking and smoking weed for a month. I'm started in uh, February 15th. I'm going to March 15th. Got to do your tolerance blur and breaks. And I'm, I'm thinking, you know, that's that's been helpful. You know, I've been a little more clear-minded. And I've been working out every day since the same time, too, which Hell is yeah. going to help me post-apocalypse. So I'm just trying to, like, you know, just get used to, like, you know, s you know breaking ha habits that might be, you know, like, you no, know, it's like I don't I don't want to be drinking and smoking every day, which I was for a little bit. So I'm glad to be breaking those habits and then being in the habit of exercising on a more regular basis. Yeah. So I'm optimistic about kind of those um, those changes. And I've been you know feeling better about that already. And uh, yeah, you know, life's life's hard for kind of like for everybody right now. And, you know, there's still, you know, days that are harder than others. But I feel like I'm in a pretty good place. Like I'm pretty happy partially because of. Having creative outlets, you know, having yeah. comedy, you know, lap basement podcasts and, you know, surrounding myself with like people and friends, you know, so just just because of those things alone, you know, I feel like pretty, pretty blessed because even when days are hard, I could, you know, I still have the luxury to be able to work on something I'm passionate about, you know, or, you know, laugh with friends or like call someone up and, you know, check it on them and, and just like shoot the shit or catch up. And I feel like that's what most people like need, you know, like that, that'll, if you have like, you know, friends that you could like rely on or talk to, like that is a big way off a lot of people's shoulders yeah. and a creative outlet as well, because you could like, you know, be, um, paid well, be healthy, you know, be maybe like on your, on track with your 401k or whatever. <laughs> but, but if you don't have like any sort of creative outlets or anything you're, tr you're passionate about or trying to build that you genuinely enjoy doing, then there's going to, in my, in my opinion, be like kind of like an empty void that's going to be bothering you. So I feel grateful to, uh, to have things that I could work on to fill time that excite me, you know? So I'm doing, I'm doing pretty well. I have a lot of, you know, room for improvement, you know, in terms of, um, different ways I can improve my own health and sleep schedule, but I think I'm going in the right direction. Hell yeah. That's awesome. I liked hearing that your your first thing was, I've got a good support network. Like, that's that was the first thing I heard out of all of that, was I built good support networks, and I gave myself good creative outlets. Yes, very important, very different things. But, yeah, like, you know, that's like what, uh, let's see, what it means to be a human or something that's very important as being a human is just community, you know, and building a community, um, collaborating, um, working together and I think just like after you know thousands of generations of evolving as a species you know that's just gonna bring some satisfaction and happiness to your life when you interact with those communities see that's my problem Charlie I'm not a human enough <laughs> that's right dog brain yeah. uh, <clears throat> Charlie's fairly certain I just haunt this house sometimes yeah <laughs> just you do kind of blend in with the wallpaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, like he came down the stairs and I was just, I don't know. You ever just dissociate Yeah. while you're in the middle of a task? I was throwing something away. I hadn't turned the lights on or anything. So I'm just standing over the trash can phone in my hand scrolling. It comes down. It's just me standing in the middle of a room. <laughs> <laughs> loading. loading. <Yeah. laughs> I've been there, you know, a lot. Most of the times I do live inside my own head. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm just daydreaming. Even sometimes when I'm like around people and that's good too. I feel like, um, two aspects of uh, an element of good, good mental health is balancing solitude with, with like friendships and relationships of different types. Right. Yeah. Totally. Because you also don't want to be always around friends, always around, you know, or always with your partner or whatever, you know, because it's like at some point you need to check in with yourself and not just be distracted by, you know, just, just like conversations and whatnot. So yeah. it's good to stay in touch with yourself as a person. And that's where solitude can come in. How old are you, Huey? I'm 29. 29? Okay. You, you've come to this real, realization at a good time, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, good for you, bud. Thanks, You're doing thanks. great. That's a, I, I guess, you know, I've because you and I turned 30 during the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Uh, and uh, I think that's a, that's a moment in your life um, of kind of like realization and kind of taking stock of yourself. Um, you know, it's it's a milestone. I think people think of like 18 and 21, but I think 30 is really when you're like, oh, at least for me, I was like, oh, shit, I'm kind of an adult now. Like, I need to be an adult. That is, yeah, a lot of people do see uh, 30 as a milestone for sure, um, which they shouldn't stress about too much, you know, because it is age in a way is just a number, but just totally. but definitely reaching a new decade, especially 30 you know, um, because 20s are like when you're 20 is going to be so much different than when you're 40 versus when you're like, you know, 30 and 50 or 40 and 60 or something like that. Right. This is just a theory. I've not, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not that yeah. old yet, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, that's fair. And, uh, but also don't, I have, I actually have talked to a lot of people, people who are like 24, 25 who are like, when I'm 30, I need to, you know, they want to be married. They have like all these goals that coincide with that age specifically. Oh, yeah. They're like, I need to, you know, have this like great job and like, you know, be starting a family. And a lot of people do that with the age 30, but it's honestly, I think better in my opinion to kind of like go, go along with things naturally because you don't want to rush into maybe a certain career because it's safe or, a relationship because it's in front of you or something like right. that when you could hold out a couple more years to maybe find something more quality or that suits you or that will provide a better quality of life for the rest of your life yeah and well and i think i think 30 is kind of the age or around this this time no, i don't want to say specifically 30 but it's kind of the age where i i've kind of realized oh i don't care as much what other people think and i so like last night i went out with some friends i went out with this friend that i've known since i was like 24 and um really good friend emily i actually i literally want to have her on the show because she's just such like a bright spot like she's so she's always just like 100 percent. even when she's like feeling bad she's always smiling and she's just really good friend because she always wants to like bring you out and do something and like engage with you which i i didn't realize <laughs> how much i valued that i haven't seen her in like four years so i, I didn't really like like realize how much I value that. And she's a couple years older than me, but I think she's like inside. She's been like 25 for like 10 years. She's, she's just really energetic. Um, but she, she was telling me like she, um, got a DUI again, which is rough. Um, but she's been sober for a while and she's like, yeah, but having to live with these thoughts and stuff, but more and more she's realized and she's never really cared what other people thought, but more and more she's just like, I can just be whoever I want. Like, it doesn't matter. Like I just, <laughs> I can be happy and i just want to see my friends. That is, see, that is a hundred percent true. Um, I mean, it's like, I like that. I feel like I also feel like I've been, I, I feel like I'm still living like I'm 25 <laughs> sometimes. You know what I mean? Because I'm just like, oh, I'm just like, oh, let's make these videos. Let's fucking review this album. Let's fucking do comedy. You know what I mean? Because, Honestly, what did I talk about? Like relationships and friendships and, you know, ba balancing your health and, and habits and stuff. But happiness and, and, and just having a good time is, is like very important, you know. It is. And uh, 
if you're not enjoying anything, like what's the point? Yeah, so it's like look, and that's what's depression. Bullsh- <laughs> I, I no, I understand, Chris. I mean, I've I've been there. I've felt it. I've been kind of trapped in those patterns where I've just like I've been so miserable. And I so lately I've kind of been. It's like work has gotten more stressful than it has been. I've only been there six months, so I like I haven't seen yeah. this kind of ramp up. And obviously, look, we lost a lot of product when the fridges went down. We're still trying to play catch up. We're shorthanded in the kitchen. I was like, I've been feeling more stressed, and I'm like, I'm automatically the the reaction I have to stress is like, oh, I want beer. Like I want, I want to drink like as soon as I get home. I'm like trying to like suppress that a little bit, but like, it's hard. It's really hard, and that because that's the. But that's, what are you replacing it with? video games <laughs> well that's not the worst <sighs> yeah but well and and you know uh i'm also trying to i think the other thing i do is i try and replace it with creative outlets but i just keep adding creative outlets and that burns me out more so i'm like burnt out at work and then i've got like three different three or four different things i have to do during the week because i and because like, you want to yeah yeah because it's like i want to make the most of my time i'm maximizing my time so i have band practice on monday we do the podcast on sundays i have to get the podcast up by thursday morning and then uh i'm do. i have a youtube channel i'm trying to like do this photography stuff i'm just like just blast my mind with content and, and try and make something i don't know i uh i definitely juggle a lot of things creatively myself and it is a burnout but it's hard to not pursue stuff if you if you get excited about it right that's so true too and i get i get i fixate like i i get on something and i'm like all right i'm gonna learn like everything i can about this i just go it deep into it and it's yeah no what i've found interesting is that charlie and i both have adhd like this has become clearly obvious uh after a few episodes of listening to us <laughs> But we will, we seem to alternate when we're (laughs) fixated and when we're unable to focus on anything. And so that's been helpful. But I'm very worried about what happens when we have like two weeks in a row where we're both down. And I don't know what's going to happen then, but those are going to be some wild fucking episodes. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. You guys could, I don't know, play some games together. Like video games or something. We probably should be doing that too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure. Just give yourself another fucking outlet to have to do. Because I know you're thinking about putting it on Twitch. <laughs> well, see, and that's the thing. It's like, Twitch is fun. I And I liked making content for Twitch. Um, the problem is my computer. I just can't handle what I want to do. Yeah. So I, would, I think it would be fun, but I, I think that we got to find a different way if we want to do that yeah um i think we should have another game night honestly i was thinking about that game night what type of games board games yeah yeah we got and i have more upstairs too but we got some variations of flux we've got munchkin uh, munchkin betrayal at house on the hill is my favorite game ever if you've never played it, but we played that the last two times we had a game night on the show. So. Every time we've had game night on the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I haven't heard of any of these games. All right. Well, Whoa, perfect. you've never heard of Flux? Nope. Okay. Did we, do you have time to hang out after this ends? <laughs> How much time? I can hang out for a little bit, yeah. Okay. We should play a game of Flux. Okay. Okay. Um, but also, uh, speaking of this ending... <laughs> Where can people find you online, buddy? So um, I promote a lot of my shows and YouTube videos as well as other stuff like comedy shows I'm working on on my Instagram, which is just Hewitt. Everyone thinks it says just the wit, but it's just (laughs) Hewitt, but with three T's. So J-U-S-T-H-E-W-I-T-T-T. But it would also mean the world if you could uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. A lot of people watch the videos. I only have, I just still don't have a hundred subscribers. That's a milestone I'm trying to reach. So please just that. look up Hewitt Pagenstecker on, um, on YouTube. And if you like the videos, okay, which you right might, now. please subscribe. Uh, there's a lot of really cool kind of, uh, videos that showcase local comics and comedy shows and like include different skits and then just other random kind of fun ideas that I think of. Hell yeah. 
and the Urban Network podcast. If you at all would be interested in like learning about local business owners and their journey or tips on business, uh, just look at the Urban Network podcast on wherever you like to listen to podcasts, including YouTube. Hell yeah. You're only two, 22 subscribers away. You could, you could do that. Yeah. And I do, maybe 21 now? Huh? <laughs> well, I, I, that's with me. So oh, okay. I, just, I just subscribed. All right. Thank you. Well, hey, subscribe to my YouTube channel. That's Charles Hickmont uh, on YouTube. I got gaming videos. I got cooking videos. I have photography videos. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm doing it. I just uh, I just uploaded one a couple days ago. Vancouver Waterfront. That was pretty fun. Uh, hey, don't follow my <laughs> YouTube because I haven't posted anything on there in a while. And Chris, that's that's part of the reason. First off, I want to do a live show. But secondly, I, I want I think I could I could film like a a good tape for you if you want to put something up. You say that the problem is me being good at the same time that somebody is filming me. Ah. You see, that's because I'll have like great sets, but they are never the ones that are recorded. So I just <laughs> so I'm just not gonna tell you. I'm just gonna show up. Yeah, she uh, she's learned that what she has to do is when I'm on my way up to the stage, she will um, disappear from the front row. That's probably good. And then just like steps towards the back, so she just becomes part of the blackness, yep. and then just. <laughs> Uh, and trick uh, your friends. <laughs> and I know you already follow us on the 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 podcast YouTube channel, Everything Nothing Podcast. Uh, yeah, we'll be, we'll post some more stuff there at some point, somehow, some way. Especially if we start doing, especially live. if we do a live show, that'd be fun. Nice. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, anywhere like that. Everything and Nothing. Uh, we have an email address, Everything and Nothing twenty twenty at hotmail dot com. That's right. It's now two years old, and it's, uh, it's and a toddler. Still, no one gets or sends us emails. Not one. Send us questions, comments, concerns, mostly concerns. You know what I was thinking for the live show too? We should hand out comment cards. Yeah, and then read them on stage. Absolutely, that'd be so fun. I'm in. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Hughes in. Doctor ah, Hugh. <laughs> all right, we gotta we gotta write that character though. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, you can follow, uh, oh, uh, we have a Patreon, everything. Help me buy a cannon. Chris wants a cannon, uh, which we will then. For the podcast. <laughs> for the podcast, <laughs> we will bring a cannon to the live show somehow. Uh, Shoot Dr. Hugh out of the cannon. <laughs> no. That size cannon is impossible for me to buy. <laughs> and those ones are air cans anyway. They're bullshit. <laughs> The ones, I mean, I the could launch shoot a, people out of. At least I could launch like a watermelon out of that. That'd be pretty fun. That'd be, that'd be fun. We, I, I want like a t-shirt cannon. I'm in, hundred percent. Oh yeah. yes. Uh, buy our merch, as we mentioned. Please. Uh, We've got a, a spreadsheet link in the description. Yeah, it's like everything hyphen and hyphen nothing dot spreadshirt dot or no dot my spreadshirt dot com. It's super hard to get to. Just use the link. I tried to Google <laughs> us to get there or search through them it's to so get to us. We're buried. Don't fucking do it. Use the link. It'll save you a headache. But my friend Emily that I was out with last night was wearing this. She's like, I want one. Sick. I've I've had people say that too. It's no. great. Then, they're, yeah, they're then really she's cool. like, can you just go to the link on your phone? And then she just bought it right there with her credit card on my phone. She's like, <laughs> don't use my credit card information for anything else. I'm like, you so. want another shirt? <laughs> 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 uh, anyway, uh, you can do that. Uh, oh, we have a Venmo now. So hit us up. Direct donations because that'd be nice. Thank you. Help us buy a cannon. <laughs> That's not true. If you Venmo them enough money, they'll, they'll shoot off Dr. Hugh in the left <laughs> I mean, that is true. If we get enough money that I can buy a human cannonball cannon, I will absolutely do that. <laughs> Be generous, guys. Be generous. You know, speaking of generous, we can be found on the very generous Shady Pines Radio That's every correct. Thursday morning from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. That's Go ahead and check us out what? there. What's up, Shady Pines? Hell yeah. Yeah, you know Shady Pines? Yeah. Yeah. You, what do you listen to on Shady Pines? Uh, Smoke Break. I listen to Smoke Break okay. a little bit. And uh, Science Factional. Science nice. Factual. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those guys are cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't. You sound very convincing. <laughs> I don't really have anything else to say about that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oh, Inside the Fishbowl is on Thursdays after us. So... What's up, DJ Fish and Chip? 
and chip. Okay, well guys, uh, I think we are out of steam. So please let us go take a nap. Bye. Bye. <laughs>